Marissa, I know that we have been talking a lot about life planning in the last couple of weeks. Yes. But today we're going to talk about planner hacks for the next 10 years of your life. I cannot wait for this. This is like a big moment and I'm ready. <laughs> oh, for sure. I know all of you are planner users. You love it. You want to figure out how to be more productive. Today's going to be the day how we integrate your planner with your future. Let's yes. make it happen. Let's go. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Ken Freire here with Marissa Hyatt. Hello. Happy, Happy Monday. Monday. Hey, we got it at the same time today. Oh my gosh, we're really uh, in sync today. I know. We're going to make this happen. It's going to be a good day. It is a good day already. I know. I'm it's going to be even a better day. Well, we're going to be talking about your planner and your future, how to use your planner to really like catapult you into your future in the best possible way. It sounds a little violent, actually, but it's not that <laughs> violent. You into yeah, it's not that violent, but we've got some really exciting um, practical tips. I think that you guys are going to be able to take and go utilize as soon as you're done listening to this to really make sure that your daily tasks, the things that you're doing every single day, the things that you do today actually matter for setting you up for who you want to be in the future. Yeah, 100%. And if you've been listening the last couple of weeks, we've been talking a lot about life planning, yeah. okay? And you might be might be like, oh, not another episode of life planning. No, trust me, you're going to want to stay for this because these hacks really are going to be able to help you, like Marissa said, figure out day to day what you should do to get to the place that you want to be and be the person you want to become. Yes. And don't worry, if you don't have that yet, if you're like, I don't know what I want to be 10 years from now, that's okay. We're going to walk you through some of that today and just kind of interweave it as we have the discussion about the full focus planner and how it could help you with the next yes. 10 years of your life. In case you have not been listening and you have not heard our other episodes yeah. about life planning, I do just want to ask you, Ken, can you explain to the people what a life plan is just so we're all clear what it is and we're all on the same page? Yeah, it's, it's a written document, whether paper or digital, right, where you have solidified four things, right? The first one is your values. Who are you, right? What are the driving uh, motivators that make you decide on decisions, right? Yeah. The second one is your personal mission statement, right? Like this is kind of like your future, your your desired future. And then the third thing is kind of mapping out the current trajectory of yeah. where you're at today. And then the fourth thing is your desired future, exactly who do you want to be and where do you want to be 10 years from now? Yeah. And what we've talked about a lot is that in life planning, traditional life planning, primarily focuses with like the end of your life, which is yeah. good in some ways, but for other people, kind of morbid. It they don't like thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, I don't want to think no, about thanks. 10, uh, yeah. you know, 30 years, 50 no. years from now. <laughs> it's scary, right? Yeah. Uh, but for others, they just want to see like more tangible results. Right. So we have talked about life planning within 10 years. Right. And for all of us, if you think about 10 years, that's, that's, it's, it's possible. Pretty, like, it's doable. You can, you, it's possible. Like you can go there in your mind. Okay. So how old are you going to be in 10 years? Why you got to put me on blast like that? Like, why are you just like, <laughs> come on, uh, we're all friends here. Ken does not want to say his age. Like this yeah, is, will not. be 29. Uh -huh. <laughs> that was 10 years ago. 
Yeah, 29 <laughs> plus 66 years. I don't know. No, no, I was going to do like 29 and... Three quarters? <laughs> three quarters. No, no. I will be 46. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's a big deal. I'll be 43. Wow. Which you sound big... so old. Yeah. <laughs> That is, I mean, wow. Oh my gosh. But it's not so far. It's not like we're seven talking about us in our seventies and we don't know what our life's going to look like. So I can kind of get a good grip on 10 years. And for all of you listeners who are past those ages, you're all laughing right now at us because you're like, oh my gosh, rolling your eyes, (laughs) thinking that that's all. Nick is over here thinking like, what are these guys talking about? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm 36 and a half, obviously. So uh, it's fine. <laughs> exactly. I'm in my 40s. I got to say, guys, 40s, they're kind of great. I, I have to say, they really, I have no complaints at this point. In fact, here's a fun little exercise for you. When you think of your parents, how old do you think of them when they were like your parents, like in that real? Yeah, 40s. Definitely yeah. 45. Yeah. 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 I'm, yeah. My mom was like 45, 46. And I'm like, yeah, this feels good <laughs> it feels totally. good up here you're like a real adult <laughs> yeah, i think that's weird. what when i think of 40s you're like i'm an adult yeah. i'm an adult like even right now in my mid-30s i feel like sometimes no. i have to fight for it they're <laughs> like oh you young buck <laughs> like especially when i look uh think about michael hyatt he looks at me i'm like i could be his son right like uh, you know like, <laughs> i'm a child i'm a child to him like it's he's only like, when i talk to my nephews that i feel very old <laughs> very old uh, okay so we're gonna talk about yeah. today uh, this concept of life planning, but how do you actually make it into a reality today utilizing your planner? And even if you don't have a life plan yet, you know, we've said this, but don't worry, you're still going to be able to take what we talk about and apply it now, even ahead of having that fully written plan. Um, so Ken, why don't we jump right in? Yeah, let's do it. The first planner hack is really making sure you connect your annual goals to your personal values for extra motivation. Yeah. And here's what we mean. Like there are many times that there are going to be a lot of goals that you want, right? Especially if you have like futuristic in your strikes finders like Marissa Me. does and Megan, <laughs> right? Like, uh, you will always have a thousand new ideas of what you want to come up with. If you're like an entrepreneur, you're yeah. going to be thinking about it all the time, right? Well, here, when you start to think about what values you have, like who do you really want to be and what's going to make you make good decisions, it'll clearly tell you, you know what, these goals, while I like them and they're a good idea, it's not for me right now. Totally. Right? So that's why I love thinking about like your annual goals should be connected to your values. Yeah. Well, ultimately your goals are essentially what's going to help you create this life plan. Like that's what is going to make it real in your life. And so you want to make sure that those things are connected. Obviously if they aren't connected, then that's going to be a problem. And, um, I think that, you know, having these core values, it's, it acts as a filter for you when you're, I mean, when you go to set goals, if you're anything like me, it's like, there's about a a thousand things that I want to do this year. How do I narrow it down? Yeah. And so this year was my first year having a life plan that in, first of all, at all, but especially one that included my values. And it really helped me to filter what I decided that I wanted to accomplish. Like I could have created so many different things. And instead I used those five, I have five personal values, those five values to determine which goals I was going to select for this year. 
So if you are listening to this and you're thinking through, well, what is a value? Okay. There's a ton of different opportunities here. You might know this within the context of businesses. You know, that's when we typically hear about core values and things like that. Um, for me, just to share a couple of mine. So one of my values is growth. Uh, I have another uh, value of vitality, which is really about my energy and my health and just my, um, yeah, my energy. And then I have one that is about nature. So nature is actually a personal value of mine. And that was something that I didn't actually think before I went into this process that I like, if you would have asked me before, what are your values? I don't know that I would have said nature, yeah. but that's what came out of this process for me. Well, which is interesting. Cause I remember when, uh, you showed me your values and you're like, what do you think? And I was like, oh yeah, that's for sure. You like based off of all our conversations. Yeah. And I remember seeing nature and I was like, Oh yeah, you do that all the time. Yeah. Like it, if you see Marissa out like in her pictures or whatever, it's like, oh, she must love nature. So it's funny that you put that there, but you would have never done it naturally no, without going through a process. Because I think that sometimes it's like you might have values and, and you're so close to them that it's not obvious to you, yeah. you know? And so as you're thinking through this and, and as we're talking today, you know, really ask yourself, what are some common threads that I see in my life? Like if other people were to use some words to describe me or the things that are important to me, what are the words that they would, would use? And you can even do this as an exercise, go ask your spouse or uh, a, you know, really close friend of yours or your colleagues, you know, ask them, when you think about me, what words come to mind? And that's a good clue of what your core values are. And you can use those even in this time where you might not have gone um, through a proper life planning process to then determine what kind of goals you want to set yeah. up. And the other thing that when we talk about core values, that they can be aspirational as well, Yeah, right? They're going to give you kind of like a glimpse of who you are, but they're also going to kind of give you the raw talent of who you can become. That's really true. Right. Yeah. So that, so I like to think about it this way. Like my, my wife, um, she's always like, Ken, you're a really good father. Mm. And I'm like, man, I start to think about that. And that's part of one of my values is family. Like what kind of father will I be 10 yeah. years from now? Well, I know I'm, I'm a good father now. What happens when I'm a fantastic father? Like, what it's do I exciting. need to do? Right. So I just start thinking that way and I'm like, Ooh, I know what to start developing. And I, what kind of goals do I want to do? Right. Yeah. And I start asking myself, if I want to be a fantastic father, what do I need to do today? Totally. To make that happen. And it informs all the goals that I make and how do I start using my planner. And I think the other thing is as we're thinking about goals, sure, like it's going to help you, you know, go there, but it also informs what decisions you make on a daily basis. Yeah. And so, um, you know, one of the things I've got a trip coming up um, next month where I'm going to be going to France, actually, I'm going to Budapest and then going to Paris and wow. I'm really, yeah, I'm <laughs> super excited about this. I've never been to France. I've, I haven't been to either place. I'm going to be in, uh, France for like about 10 days or so. And so it's, it's going to be an awesome trip. But, um, one of the things that I realized was that it was really important to me ahead of this trip to try to crash course myself with um, French. Like I don't know any French. And that was something that when I created my life plan, it wasn't necessarily French, but one of the things that I have in my life plan is that I want to be bilingual or as close to bilingual as possible. It's really important to me that when I think about having children that they are raised with more than just English. And uh, unless I marry somebody who is, you know, has a, another native tongue than me or is, you know, bilingual themselves, it's probably going to be me who's yeah. going to be responsible for teaching them that. And so when I was thinking about this trip and then deciding, okay, I need to 
learn French, it was doubly exciting to me because it wasn't just about, oh, this is just about this trip. I know this is actually who I want to be in the future. So it got me really excited. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so side note, how are you learning French right now? Are you using like Rosetta Stone, Duolingo? Okay, I'm actually, if you guys have not heard of Paul Noble. Okay. Mm-mm. So Paul Noble is the best language teacher I think that exists. Oh. He has an audio like program that you can get on um Audible. Okay. So you just download it just like a normal ebook. His name is Paul Noble and he has Spanish, he has French, Italian, all different languages, but it's a phenomenal process that he takes you through. So if this is a goal of yours to learn languages, listen, because this is so helpful. He tells you in the, his introduction to not remember anything he's telling you. So he's like, don't try to remember and memorize the words I'm teaching you or the rules I'm going to teach you. He was like, just listen and repeat and I'll do the heavy lifting. And so he has this whole crazy technique and it works. I did his Spanish uh, course before I went to Spain and was able to get around so easily. It's been years, so don't quiz me because I know (laughs) know you're fluent, so don't go there. But, um, but it is, it is my favorite thing. So it's, I think it's more effective. It's more useful than, you know, I've done Rosetta Stone. I've done Duolingo, but this one's pretty awesome. Okay. So how far are you into it right now? Barely. Okay. And I got to hustle because my trip is coming up. Because so. I was going to ask you, I'm like, can you speak some French right yeah. now? Just pop quiz. Uh, but uh, you just started. So. You just yeah. started. Okay. Okay, cool. So that was the first one is just connecting your annual goals to your personal values. Uh, Marissa, what's the second one? So the second one is to revisit your life plan, to turn your milestones and habits into smarter goals uh, for the coming year. So, you know, when we are talking about life planning, we talked about we're going, you know, 10 years into the future. Okay. And part of this process that we have you go through is you're going to establish your milestones for five years out. Yep. And then three years out. And then within the next year. And so we're essentially giving you a jump start on your goals in this process. Um, but really it's taking that and chunking it down and saying, okay, if I, here's who I want to be in 10 years, then what are the actions that I need to take now to become that person? So when you envision this new future for yourself in you know, 10 years, what kind of habits does that person do on a daily basis? You know, are they exercising on a daily basis? Are they meditating? Are they praying? Are they journaling? Um, are they, uh, continually, you know, investing in their relationships and what does that look like? What are the actual habits that that looks like? And then figuring out how to create, to start creating those within the next year, I think is really helpful. And so you guys can do this. I mean, you don't need to have the whole thing written out, um, you know, in order to do this, when you think about just take a moment right now, or if you're driving or, you know, if you're, listening as you're cleaning your house or whatever you're doing, just pause for a second and really just try to think through, okay, how old will I be in 10 years? How old will my family be? You know, what do I want my life to look like? And then say, what would that person do today? Yeah. And that's how you make it a reality. I mean, it's really as simple as that. It, it really is. But you know, when you start thinking about all nine life domains, that's where you get a little complicated. Yeah. And the beauty of the planner is that it takes all the complexity of it and makes it simple again. Right. Because you could write it all down. You could put it down on paper. You could see it in action. Even as I think about the planner, right? That's why we have the habit trackers there. Mm-hmm. Right? So you could be like, oh, you know what? It, they, they work on this habit. Well, maybe I need to do that. Then let's go. Let's put yeah. it in my planner. Let's start tracking it. Let's see how well I'm progressing. And fantastic. I'm, I'm going, right? That's the beauty. And, and I know the planner was created before 
you know, we ever had um, life focus. But it's so fascinating how integrated they are. Yeah. Because in order to become the person you want to be, habits is one of those main ways to do that. It is. And and it's, you know, a critical component to realizing the future that you want. So um, absolutely. I mean, I think that as long as you've got some kind of a vision and, you know, in our process, we help you create that. So you're not alone trying to just come up with it first, you know, from scratch. Um, but, you know, as long as you've got a vision, then you can figure out what habits are going to help you get there. Yeah. The other thing I love about it is that like when you talk about the life planning and setting it up, like you mentioned, we have the five years, three years, one year, right? right? Well, you've already done all the hard work mm-hmm. of envisioning your future. Yep. So then every year when it comes to your smarter goal framework or like what new goal should I create? You're like, oh, let me just look at my life plan. Totally. Right, it's already there. It's already there. And you can create like one of the things, my, one of my favorite parts in the full focus planner is that we have that section on your goals pages yeah. about what is your motivation, your key motivations. Well, your key motivation is this is who you want to be now. Yeah. You know, like this is the vision that you have for your life and the the father that you want to become, you know, that you were talking about. And that's, that's the motivation is because you can see yourself in 10 years. How old you were telling me earlier, your daughter's going to be 16. Uh, yeah. 10 years from now. Yeah. I thought you were going to ask me again. I'm like, wow, no, no, just no, such no. A touchy but subject. your daughter's going to be 16, which yeah. is amazing. She's six right now. And so, you know, a huge motivating factor for whatever that habit is that you want to create. Maybe it's um, investing in a relationship with her in a different way or whatever it looks like for her or your other kids, uh, your motivation just like got biggie sized. Yeah. And the other thing that it does is that when you think about 10 years out, right. Um, or let's back up and say, Hey, 50 years out, what is my relationship with my daughter going to be? It's, it's kind of hard. Cause I'm like 50 years out, man, she's going to be 56. Yeah. Am I even going to be alive? I don't know. Right. Maybe I'll be what, 90s? I can't even do yeah. math now, right? 86, yeah. right? I don't know. But 10 years out, I'm like, oh, she's going to be 16. I'm going to be 46. Yep. Wow. I only have 10 years left. Like, yeah. what do I need to do now to make sure that I have an mm-hmm. amazing relationship with her totally. when she's 16, right? Yep. Uh, so it drives me now to rethink about my goals Gives in a very purpose. different way. Yeah. More purpose, exactly. Yeah. More purpose, very intentional about my days with her and, and my family. I love that. It's amazing. Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits. But the biggest question is, where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life. You'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash life focus and use the code 
FOT15 to get started. Okay, right. next point. Uh, which is uh, using your values to navigate what to say yes and no to uh, when constructing your week during your weekly preview, right? Yes. So this is fascinating because when you know uh, your values, you can easily and quickly be like, yes, I want to do this or no. And right now, I'll just give you a great example. Uh, I get a lot of opportunities to do different things or friends ask me to do mm-hmm. certain things or they're like, hey, come visit us or do this. And I'm like, man, that that's going to take away from my family. So I only have a certain amount of times I can do that. And after that, it's like, it's all taken up. Yeah. So I'm going to say no to a lot of things where yep. I've denied certain job opportunities because I'm like, no, that's just going to, I'm not going to travel 80, 80 times right. a year and not be around my family. Like my core value, one of my core values is family. So I'm just like, no, I'm not going to do that. that yep. That's what I've chosen. I know some people decide differently or that's the only job that they could have. For me, I'm going to do everything in my power to spend as much time as I possibly mm-hmm. can with my family right now. Well, one of the things that um, within the weekly preview is we have that section about rejuvenation. Like, yeah. what are the three things uh, that you're going to do this week to rejuvenate? What are you? Who are you going to connect with? What are you going to eat? How are you going to move? You know, um, how are you going to take care of yourself? Yeah. And I think this is so powerful because you know, often like we're not really that intentional with maybe the hobbies part of our domains, you know, it's like, okay, well that's kind of fun and just happens when it happens. But this could be something that you really want to build in as you're planning your week during your weekly preview process is to refer, you know, back to what are those hobbies that I created in my life plan? You know, what is, what are the values that are in alignment with that? So for me, Again, nature is a value of mine. And so that's going to determine, am I going to go on a hike this week or not? You know, and so that's going to inspire me to go, oh, that would be a great way to get out and move because that's a personal value of mine or community is really important to me. And so and that's a value of mine as well. And so when I get a request that comes through for an activity, you know, that's a helpful filter for me to determine, does this line up or not? Is this going to lead me closer to community or farther away from it? Mm. I love it. I love it. So that leads us then to our next point. Yes. Right. Which is uh, using your values and your mission statement to shape your day to day decisions. Yeah. Right? If you're doing it for your week, it also informs your day to day decisions. Like what meetings should you go to? Right. How do you want to craft your ideal week? Yeah. Right. You're like, is Friday or Saturday going for you? Like, yeah. is that going to be your hiking day? Right. right. You're like, I'm just going to go hang out with friends or I'm yeah. going to do this. I find that like if you don't become really intentional about what meetings or what stuff you're going to do throughout your day. Mm-hmm. It just goes by real quickly. It does. Someone will mm-hmm. take your time. Totally. Right. That's never happened to us here at full focus, never. right? No one ever takes our time. <laughs> Probably me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're always like, Hey, do you got a minute? Have you guys ever had that? Right. Like I can, someone ask you, Hey, do you have a minute? Hey, you have a minute. It's always 20 minutes later, 20 minutes later yeah. or an hour later. You're like, okay, but this stuff informs it. Right. Right. Or like one of my other core values is intentional leadership. And I have a mm-hmm. whole thing on what that looks like. And uh, even I just posted on my LinkedIn the other day where I realized one of my biggest regrets is not being more intentional and giving more time to the people that were under me. Yeah. Right. Because that's the best way that I can invest in them yeah. was not just giving them more projects or stuff, but just my Investing. time in develop, mm-hmm. developing them. And if I would have looked at my calendar in those years that I was thinking about the years I could invest in more. I got stuck doing more paperwork. I was like, oh, I got to do this administrative stuff when I was like, no, I really should have been investing more in people than in the paperwork, right? And now that I know that as a core value, I could be like, oh, next time I'm gonna do it differently. 
Yeah. Right. Now, now I know which meetings I should say yes to and which meetings I should say no to. Well, and I think your, your mission statement too, it informs how you show up in your life. Like it yeah. really informs how you show up again. When we're talking about your mission statement, this is something that isn't your current reality. So this is like, who you feel like you have been called on this earth, on this planet to be and why you're here, which feels like a very daunting question. I mean, yeah. for me, I was like, I've honestly, out of the whole process, that you was know, the we, hardest one. We go through your yeah. values, your mission, your um, current trajectory and your desired future. And this was the hardest part by far for me because it felt like this huge question you know it's yeah. like who are you and what are you doing here you know it's like, well, I don't like know. why are you here you're like ah. yeah i'm like i don't know but as we dug deep and and our process really again takes the whole friction out of this we make it so easy for you uh we have phenomenal cards that take you through this process so that you're not starting from scratch and trying to figure out, Oh my gosh, who am I? What am I doing here? But in that process, I feel like it just helped me to figure out how I wanted to show up today. And when I'm thinking about, okay, I'm walking into a meeting and I'm going to be, you know, let's say it's a one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone on my team, how I choose to show up to that now is very closely tied to my mission statement mm. because I know that I'm there to inspire them and to help them get as deeply connected to their potential as possible because that's part of my mission is that I help draw people's potential out. And that's how I want to show up as a leader is that I'm investing in them and helping them see that. And I can imagine if you're a parent, you would have a very similar feeling of like how you show up to parent is going to change based on your mission. Um, or how you show up in your marriage or your, uh, romantic relationships, how you show up in your friendships, you know, how you choose to make a decision about, um, you know, am I going to work out? Am I going to go to that party? Uh, you know, whatever it might be, am I going to enroll into that class? All of that ties directly into your yeah. mission. I mean, even also little things like, am I going to take this job or am I going to take this promotion yeah. or am I going to take like, it should inform everything that you do. Right. I think sometimes people, you know, take on promotions that they don't realize the consequence of totally. like, man, you take that promotion and it, it's going to affect your family for right. years to come if right. you do that or your health or something. Right. Yeah. So that's where that mission statement is, is really important, which leads to our final point here is that it, it just has overall life focus, yep. right? Like it truly helps you uh, have a constant reminder that life is more than just work. Yes. Right? There are nine life domains. And when you think about the way we've set up life focus, it forces you in a good way to think about all the other eight life domains right. that you live in. Um, I gave this story uh, last time, but like when I created my initial vision statement, it was all about work. Right. Yeah. And I realized like when I did the, the, our life focus thing three months ago, man, I, I'm more than just work, you know, what else has, has, do I feel God calling me to do mm -hmm. besides just working? And now that I've recrafted it, it's been amazing. It's been, it made me rethink about like, oh man, I want to be way more present as, as a husband, as a father, yeah. as a friend. Like I want to do those things because the people around me, those are the people who are going to remember me. Right. You know, I'm going to be at work for a season of life, but my family, they're going to remember mm -hmm. me hopefully till forever. forever yeah. Right. So like, that's what I want. Yeah. I think too, what I love about this is I hear so often from you guys who are listening in the community that you don't really know how to use your planner for your life. Yeah. Like you think that it's just for your personal life and this or for your professional life. And I hear this 
question asked all the time in our full focus planner community. Do I need two planners, one for my personal life and one for my professional life? You know, I don't know how to do it all together. Or do I have a daily big three for my job and then a daily big three for my personal life? The answer is no. (laughs) The answer is you have one life. So your work fits into that, your family fits in, your hobbies, your interests, all of your other relationships, your health, finances, everything fits into one bucket. I mean, your life isn't two separate lives, is it? And so, but we often plan this way. And so what my favorite thing is that you're talking about is this life plan having this vision that is well-rounded that's not just about work, that really is inclusive of all those nine domains. It enables us to live a much more whole life now. So it's not just about, okay, I'm going, you know, I'm going to be whole in the future and have this amazing, you know, rich life. It's figuring that out today. And that's what our system really does is we've, we've taken you through the planner. You guys know it well, you know, we help you with your goals and now we're going to really help you cast a vision for really who it is you want to become and the life you want to live. Yeah. You know, and to make this really practical, uh, the way we teach it to our certified pros is something called the power three, right? Which is our quarterly three, our weekly big three and our daily big three. And when people come back, come to us in our community and ask that same question, like, do I need two planners or no? It's like, no, no, no. Your quarterly, weekly, and daily big three should reflect all of the nine life domains. So very practically, sometimes what I I tell people is like, hey, for your weekly big three, you should have, if you're working 40 hours a week or whatever, you should have two maybe for professional and one for personal, right? right? And pick one of the one of your, the nine life domains you're working on. Or sometimes I just say like pick one professional, one for your your family or relationships and one from another hobby. Like Mm -hmm. you should be intentional every single time to be thinking about the other domains and putting them in your quarterly, weekly and big three. Because if you don't, what ends up happening is it defaults into just a work planner. And that's not what we want. It's supposed to be holistic. It really is holistic. I mean, people often laugh at me because I use my planner on the weekends, you know, and I'm like, well, what else am I supposed to do? Like, I still have to capture all these things that I want for my life. And of course, I use my planner on the weekend. And often, you know, my Sunday list and what I do on a Sunday is some of the most productive time because it has nothing to do with work. It's about so much more than that for me. And and it feels like I'm able to really make headway on that life that I want. Yeah. I think an- another great way to think about the planner in this in this way is that like, if you only think about a professional, mm-hmm. what ends up happening is that when you close it, you just clock out of your life almost, right? right. And you're like, I just want to chill. I just want to get yep. on Netflix. I just want to hang out. Well, no, no. If you have it as a holistic plan, then all of a sudden you're like the weekends, the evenings, you're like, what are the major yeah. things that I still need to get done? Totally. And you just have to discipline yourself not to let work bleed into those times. Mm-hmm. But that's why if you are intentional about saying, I'm going to think about all the other nine life domains and make it a quarterly goal and an annual yeah. goal then and a weekly and, and daily goal, a uh, big three, it changes the way you, you use the planner. Yeah, totally does. Well, hopefully this has been inspiring you to use your planner, not just for the day-to-day activities, but really going beyond um, just the here and now and ask yourself some bigger questions of who am I really becoming and what is it that I want for my life? What is that future that I desire? And what are the steps that I can take now, right now, within this year, within this week, within this day to move me closer to that future? So hopefully what we've shared today has inspired you and and started to get you excited 
excited about going through a life planning process if you haven't, I want to invite you guys to a really exciting retreat that we're going to be doing in April. So April 5th and 6th, Ken and I are going to be hosting our very first ever life focus retreat. And this is going to be amazing. It's a Friday and Saturday. It is virtual. So all of you who I know we have listeners all over the world and you're all invited. Like you all get to come be with us. 100%. This is going to be an amazing experience. It's our first time doing this event. We as a team did this several months ago and we've led some of our clients, but we haven't opened it up to the public until now. And I think it's going to be amazing. It's immersive. You're going to end these two days with your life plan. So your your personal values, what are those? Your five to seven personal values, your mission statement. Why are you here? You know, um, what your current trajectory is. So based on what your life looks like in this moment today, on this Monday, how would your life look if nothing changed? And kind of It's a little bit sobering, but it's powerful. And then what is the future that you actually desire and that you actually want to create? That's what you're going to walk away with. And all those action steps that we talked about, those milestones and habits that you want to create, you're going to have clarity on all of that. Yeah. I love how Megan puts it. She says, give us two days and we'll give you 10 years back. Yeah. And that's what this retreat is all about. That's what I'm excited for all of you to come join us and hang out with us. I I would even encourage you to invite someone with you. Yeah. Right. Because when you think about a retreat, it's a virtual retreat. You might be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it at home. But sometimes like things at home just get in the way. Mm -hmm. Right. Like you see the chores list, you see all the stuff. But like, what if you took this as an opportunity to just get away with your spouse? You're going to be like, hey, this is going to be a nice little getaway retreat or with your friends. Grab a couple friends of yours and just say, hey, we're going to go get an Airbnb. We're going to go to the mountains. We're going to do something, a lake house, something where you're just like, we're going to give two days of investment so that we can get 10 years back. That would be fantastic. Pretty incredible. And and it's not just because of the, the product. It's the outcome. The outcome of what you know, the clarity of who you want to become and where you want to go. That's the beauty of what we are going to offer you. And we invite all of you to come join us. I can't wait. I think it's going to be one of our best um, events that we've ever done. So I think it's going to be inspiring and just very impactful. So if you want to join us, you can learn more at uh, fullfocus.co slash life focus. So that's fullfocus.co slash life focus. And we'd love to see you there. Thanks for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So please share it with your friends and be sure to join us in the Full Focus Planner community on Facebook so you can benefit from the creativity and encouragement of people chasing big goals just like you. We'll be here next week with another great episode. So until then, stay stay focused. focused. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.